last time on Oz Hour. Okay, last time on Oz Hour. Well, first we're introduced to a teleprompter or something, telegraph, where they tell us about Oz now being able to have communication. So the books have are being written from Oz itself. And then we meet Ojo and Unk Unkinunk. <laughs> Unk Nunk. Unk Nunky. Yeah, that's what it is. Uncle Nunky. We meet them and they're just these cute little munchkins that live in a house all by themselves in the forest and they're running out of food. They're running out of water. They're running out of everything. And they're poor, which is insane. And so little Ojo's like, we gotta go. And little Unk Nunky is like, come. <laughs> and so they go and then they backpack up a mountain they're like we got to get out of here let's go we need to find uh where are they going they're going north they're going north because they know there's fruit and vegetables out there and that's what they want and so they're climbing this mountain and they run into the crooked man or no the crooked wizard and Margot, not Margot robbie but Margot tolly Margot tolly Margot tall <laughs> something she's the wife and they learn that this guy is the creator of the powder of life and that he is now making a patchwork girl to be their little servant because they accidentally made this glass cat that is a bitch and they hate him and they hate him like you don't even understand and so they're there doing that ojo gets a little mischievous and starts throwing everything in there like cleverness and all that type of things and he really he really doesn't hold back and then uh, we move on to the the other being that they created the glass cat who is just hates his life hates everything hates them is very just mean and then we end with um them about to bring the patchwork girl to life and that's all i'm gonna say oh my god that was so long Hi there, and welcome to episode 35 of Oz Hour, the only place where you can hear everything you never knew about the wonderful and strange land of Oz. That's right. With the help of some alcohol, we will be discussing each of the 14 books in L. Frank Baum's Wizard of Oz series. Today, we will be continuing with book seven, The Patchwork Girl of Oz, covering chapters five and six. We're your hosts, Blake Stone and Wyatt Swingham. And joining us, as always, is our resident Oz initiate, and they go, and they go, and they go, Hannah Aguirre. Here I am. This is me. There's nowhere else on earth I'd rather be. So Hannah just played last time on where she recapped what happened last time in The Patchwork Girl of Oz. Hannah, that took you two minutes and four seconds to cover, which is way too long. I'm a little embarrassed. Mm -hmm. Um, I only got a couple of the things that you missed when you were discussing the prologue. You seemed a little confused about how L. Frank Baum is communicating with Dorothy. Just to let you know, he was using wireless telegraph. <gasps> That's right. Yes. Not um, plot important, but no. still interesting. Yeah. <laughs> also, uh, Ojo and Unk Nunky are headed over the northern mountain so that they can reach the Munchkin City, which is more densely populated because they live in the middle of nowheres. Um, the magician's wife is named Margolot. I think you call her Margotani. Uh, <laughs> and That's my mom. <laughs> also, Ojo was throwing all sorts of qualities into the patchwork girl's brains. Um, it seemed like maybe we didn't get some clarity on that. But that's all I really have. Um, I would say good work, but oof. Um, yeah, it's a bit long. Yeah. Speaking of bit long, I would also add that the chapters in this book are a bit long yes. which is a great thing because it's better frankly it's better writing it's a little more interesting and we're getting a lot more out of them so this episode for instance we're doing chapters five and six which is fewer than we ever do on an episode but it's just a lot of content so more episodes per book i guess detailed details pause <laughs> yeah. hour for another year Woo! <laughs> Um, before we started recording wyatt went ahead and whipped up some cocktails and what is this delicious looking thing yeah, so tonight we are drinking the Magical Compound, the recipe for which you can find on our Instagram at Oz Hour Podcast. Slurp. Tastes like a mule. Mm -hmm. I poured a full tablespoon on myself. Oh. Ooh, delicious. 
Look it up. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Chapter five. A terrible accident. So when we last read, uh, Dr. Pipped sprinkled the powder of life over the patchwork girl, right? And he says, it's going to be a few minutes. But then a lot happens really, really quick. Yeah, like right as he finishes saying, oh, the magic's going to take a few minutes, the patchwork girl's arm shoots up. (gasps) It smacks the bottle of the powder out of his hand and it flies across the room. (gasps) Oh my gosh. Yeah, and it's flying right toward Unk Nunky (gasps) and Margot Lot. And so they jump out of the way. But when they jump, they bump into each other midair and then Uncle Unk Nunky hits a shelf where the liquid of petrification was (gasps) resting on the windowsill. No. Yes. So. Why does he just have those things on shelves? I know, I know. Trust me. But in this moment... The scream that Dr. Pip lets out because Dr. Pip is like, what the fuck? He screams. That scares Ojo. Ojo screams and also jumps. Yeah. Ojo's like trying to like get away. The patrol girl is also like, what the hell's going on? And she grabs onto him and will not let go. Yeah, she so wraps her arms around Ojo's him. like running away and the patrol girl is holding onto him. Yeah. So... She's too strong already. She, <laughs> yes. She's got a grip of a pit so bull. Basically, what's <laughs> happened is that everyone, except for Unk Nunky and Margalot, who bumped into the shelf, has kind of gotten out of the way. Yeah. But the liquid of petrifaction is tottering and tottering on the shelf, and it tips over and pours all over the magician's wife and <gasps> Unk Nunky. And it turns both of them, them? Both of them. Both of them. And it turns them to granite. Or to marble or whatever it is. They are just completely frozen as marble statues in the same positions they were in when they were leaping away from the patchwork girl. So Ojo sees that, you know, that the only person he's ever talked to in his his entire life turned to stone. And so he pushes the patchwork girl off and he runs over. He's like, oh, my God, like Unk Nunky. Oh, my God. You're... Your marble. He's touching Unk Nunky's hands. He's like grabbing Unk Nunky's beard. Everything about him is just marble stiff. And Ojo is distraught. <laughs> yeah. His dad Traumatized. basically is Father! Well, And the um, magician uh, that like Dr. Pipped, he's like pacing. He's weeping. He's like, oh my God, Margolot, I'm so sorry. Like, like, please come back to me. Like, please forgive me. Like, I'm so sorry. The patchwork girl has decided she's all done being scared now. She's like, oh, that was scary. Now let's all have some fun. She's never seen anything before. So So she just kind of walks over. Okay, well, her little clever brain should figure out how to undo that. Okay, I would hope. Good point. But I would hope that also Dr. Pipps would. He made the fucking That's what I thought too. I was like, you gotta have a, like a... An antidote? Yeah, something. So... The patchwork girl starts looking at all the people and she's like, wow, this is so weird. And then she looks at herself in the mirror. She's really like happy with what she sees. And she says, we, but there's a gaudy dame, makes a paint box blush with shame. Razzle, dazzle, fizzle, fazzle. Howdy do, miss what's your name? Oh, so she is... An elf? I don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah, she's a cartoon yeah, character. It's, it's really giving Rumpelstiltskin. Oh, my yeah. God. But she does this, like, deep bow, and then, like, to her own reflection, because I think she doesn't really get that it's a reflection, but then she sees it bowing, and then she laughs. And the glass cat hasn't gotten enough attention for a few minutes. Uh-oh. And... And she and also the glass cat went to hide under the table during all this. So the glass cat comes out and is like, oh, like you must be laughing at your own reflection because you look fucking terrible. Like, aren't you ugly? Like, you're fucking disgusting. She's a mean girl. Mean girl. (laughs) Patrick girl's like, are you kidding? I am one of a kind. I am one of the rarest creatures around. I am proud of the way I look. Look at me. I am original. Nothing can compare to me. You can't call me ugly because I'm one of a kind. Yeah, and very smart. The magician kind of rightfully says, everybody shut up and let me think. (laughs) He's like, my wife is stone. Yeah. Yeah. And also, like, uh, something in this too, like, this is all just happening in the background. Like, 
the patchwork girl and the ga- glass cat, but like Ojo and Dr. Pipped are both like mourning the only person they love, like in the foreground. So it's like, That's shut true. the hell up. <laughs> like, uh, no one uh, heard that rhyme. Everyone is just upset. Yeah, quit looking at your motherfucking face in the mirror. Yeah. But the patchwork girl just like sits down on the couch and she says, go ahead, think all you want. Like, doesn't bother me. I'm chilling. And I'm like, okay, I like this girl. I kind of like this girl. <laughs> she, really, she's unbothered. Yeah. She woke up with an attitude and she really keeps it. Like, she's like, yeah, no, I know who I am. And she's I confident. Yeah. yeah. She is. She I do is. like that. But suddenly, a new voice enters the chat. No. A voice they've never heard before and a voice that comes from just within this room. And it says, gee, oh. but I'm tired of playing that tune. And it's the phonograph. Yeah, I was about the powder of life just flew everywhere. There's gotta be some things alive. Yeah. The phonograph is asking if it can rest because it's been playing this song for fucking ever. Dr. Pimp (laughs) looks the phonograph (laughs) up and down and he's like, are you freaking kidding me? (laughs) He's like, this is the worst luck I could have had. Like, the powder must have gotten on you. And sure enough, he like walks over, he sees like the container's broken, like on the phonograph around it. And the phonograph is just still talking. But this leads us to our first bit of guest trivia. Oh. Which it well, our only. Uh which is Hannah, when was the phonograph invented? A eighteen forty four. B 1877, C, 1899, or D, 1909? What even is a phonograph? Victrola? What'd you call me? A phonograph is like a record player, and then it has like the big like brass horn on the top. Okay. And if it was a cartoon, it would like talk like a Oh my god, it's alive. Yeah. Okay, so you're gonna have to say those dates again. I just need a visual. You got it. I got it. Okay. So A, so when was the phonograph invented? A 1844. B 1877. C 1899 or D 1909. Um, you know, I feel like uh, I feel like that thing has got to have been around for like a pretty long time. So I'm just going to do with like the second, that was the second, it was B the like second oldest. Yes. Yes. 1877. And then it was 1843. 1844. Four. Um, I'm going to say B. Final answer? Yeah. Correct. Yay! Yes. It was invented in 1877. And this would have been your redemption question, but I'll just tell you, it was invented by Thomas Edison. Oh, wow. I know. Isn't that something that makes you realize you don't know anything about history? Yeah. Because I couldn't tell you when he was alive. Things <laughs> no. that make you go. Serious. <laughs> <laughs> so as if to prove that it's alive, the phonograph starts doing this little like jig. Yeah, like dancing around like with it's attached <laughs> don't, to a don't table. Don't do that. So don't the legs do that. Of the table yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, it's yeah. It's really. <laughs> like, don't step on my toes. Actually, <laughs> yeah, it's seriously. kind of giving in Harry Potter when the thing that lives in the closet turns into a spider, and then Ron makes it have roller skates. Oh yeah, yeah. For third, third one. One of them. In this case, <laughs> the roller skates are Doctor Pipped shoving it into the corner and putting a bench in front of it. Yeah, and being like, don't move. He oh says, God. "Yeah, he's like, you lay down and shut the hell up." Let the man stretch, yeah. or <laughs> let them stretch. Yeah, let them stretch. <laughs> let but them stretch. It's like he's just like God. Like phonographs were fucking annoying before, and like now this is even worse. I literally never thought the phonograph could be worse. Yeah, he's like everyone in Oz is going to be fucking horrified that <laughs> yeah. um but the glass cat is like oh you've bungled everything dr pipped which the cat's name is bungle so he's trying to do something he's like oh you're calling me a mistake well maybe you actually fucked everything it's up like, actually you're the mistake yeah yeah, yeah. and but- the patchwork girl is like well not me actually um i'm beautiful <laughs> and perfect and then she begins to dance up and down through the room yeah. Yeah. so she's really giving 
polychrome in this oh, moment. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Very much so. Uh, Ojo, on the other hand, is like, it's yeah. all of my fault in some way. I know it. Like, I'm Ojo the unlucky. Yeah. Like, he's this like, is my fault. He's crying. Which, again, you gotta pan back over to him, and he's just sitting at Unk Nunky's, like, stone feet. Okay, but is it Ojo the unlucky, or is it that Ojo stole brain magic from Dr. Pipped and Margalot and wasted it and then didn't tell anyone, and now he's reaping the the uh, consequences. consequences of his actions? <laughs> I mean, I would say that probably no matter what brain she had, that could have happened. Her arm shot up. That's I don't crazy. know. He's made that powder before. It takes him six years. He probably yeah, hasn't figured she... out to a T. If he says it's going to take a few minutes to for the magic to kick in, that's probably he probably would true. Know. But I've like the thing, she has so much clever that she yeah. I know so she immediately wakes up. Wakes up. I don't know. I mean, yeah. Jack Pumpkinhead, the Gump, and the Sawhorse all immediately woke up. Oh, that's whatever. But whatever, Wyatt. You know what? Just yeah. if you love L. Frank Baum so much, why don't you marry him? <laughs> So the patchwork girl tells Ojo that he can't be unlucky if he has the intelligence to direct his own actions, unlike Dr. Pipped. <laughs> yeah. She's like, that magic maker, uh, yeah, he's the one that has a problem. You're fine. And also, what is the problem? <laughs> She's like, I don't think I understand what's wrong here. And Dr. Pipped is like, okay, the the liquid of petrification turned Margolot and Unk into marble. So that is really terrible. And the patchwork girl is like, well, just use the powder of life to bring them back, right? Like, you use that to bring me to life, I guess. So, like, can you do that? Dr. Pipped almost literally says, OMG, why didn't I think of that? And again, he's a doctor. <laughs> From what school? Western? <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't know what Western is. And for is. our <laughs> listeners who go to whatever Western is, we love you and we're so glad you're here. I don't know yeah. what Western is. <laughs> Your school is valid. Um, but the Patchwork Girl is like, Higgledy piggledy D, what fools mag magicians be. His head's so thick he can't think quick, so he takes advice from me. <gasps> Is she like, always going to talk like this? So It'll recur. She's doing it quite a bit. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But the thing is, like, she clearly is able to communicate without doing it. She just enjoys we, it. We get an explanation later of why she's doing this. Okay. okay. Um, but oh, she does do right. this for fun, it seems like. But the magician finds that, okay, yeah, like, the powder, like, is kind of, like, broken. Like, or, like, the jar is broken. It's, like, scattered around. There's not really anything in there. He tries to does sprinkle he have some. anymore? No. All of it that was... <laughs> Yeah. He made like a handful of it. Yeah. Just to bring the patchwork. And it takes life. years. Six years. Yeah. Yeah. So he tries to sprinkle it, but there's none left. And so he's like, okay, well, I again curse the fucking phonograph. I wish you yeah. weren't alive. Waste your on fault. a phonograph. Yeah. And I'm curious too, because the not all the powder of life was used on the patchwork girl. Does that affect her mobility? I, I don't know think I so. Like that. <laughs> I felt like I was at a TED talk. <laughs> <laughs> she actually seems okay as the thing, which is mm. like, it seems like he made way too much for how much he needed. Yeah. Well, I think he expected to have some left over and then it all just spilled. I see. Maybe some of the boards in the house are alive too now. Oh, Who no. knows? And they're just going. Yeah. Probably that. But, but there's no powder. The magician so. just covers his face and he just starts sobbing. And Ojo Valid. goes up. Yeah. Ojo goes up to Dr. Pipped and he's like, You can make more powder. And <laughs> Dr. Pipped, it's funny because in this moment, I feel like, yeah, like he's obviously sad about Marg a lot. But in this moment, I think he's more concerned about the fact that it takes six years of kettle stirring to do this. And he does not want to do that he again. He has to use he his just, arms and legs yeah. oh, to that's stir true. for six He just six spent years. six years doing this. Like, he's like, like, the impression I get is, is like, yeah, I can make more and save them. But it takes six years. He was and expecting I've been doing a six-year break. You know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I would do? You know what I would do? I would use the patchwork girl and make another batch. Yeah, you're right. Just use her. I can, yeah. Okay. I don't want to break the logic, but I had thought of that too. I was like, you're telling me he doesn't have anything that he could make to stir constantly with? And yeah, maybe there's more he... to it than that. 
but have the phonograph do it. Have the phonograph and the patchwork oh my God. girl make two batches at once. Yeah, easy. Yeah, he could be mass producing this, but they didn't meet Henry Ford, so they don't know True. how to mass produce. Another True. question about the powder of life. So let's say with the phonogram, if they were to sew on arms and legs to it, do they need to put pow- the powder of life on those or will it just start working? They would, I think. They would to need to put that. the powder of life on if they added anything else, but it is attached to a stand with four legs and those already move. So um, technically he has yeah, two arms. It's just like the sawhorse, basically, where like the yes. sawhorse had these two legs, like like chair leg or like table legs, and then they just become his normal legs. Okay. But I will say that the phonograph is the first thing that's been brought to life that didn't at least resemble something alive. Like the True. gump, they gave a head and ears and uh, like wings and everything. But this thing, Has it doesn't a mouth, need anything. I guess. Yeah, and was well, it like in the mouth? It's like speaker. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. But like, it can, <laughs> can it I, see? It can. It seems to be. Able to, well, granted, we don't know yet. Mm. But my assumption is it can see. Otherwise, it would probably be like, I'm blind. I'm blind. <laughs> <laughs> it's darkness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Ojo does tell Doctor Pipped like, you could make another batch, and Doctor Pipped is like, I could, but that takes me six years of constantly stirring. And while I'm doing that, Margalot will just be stuck here. So the patchwork and they're girl, alive, uh, and like they're like just maybe stone. alive. I in don't there. know. He, I can... don't think anybody knows. That's but regardless, true. we lose six years. So yeah. like Doctor Pipped is already like seventy two. Oh. After six years, yeah. his, you know. Uh, uh. So the patchwork girl is like, is there anything else we can do? Doctor Pipped's like, no. And then he's like. <gasps> Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Get a girl to work. Yeah. <laughs> and it turns out that he remembers there is one other magical compound, the recipe for which is the inspiration for our recipe of our cocktail tonight, the magical compound. Everyone take a sip. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> oh my God. I almost fell. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so. The patchwork girl is like, all right, well, let's see if we can make the let's see if we can make the compound. That's better than six years of stirring. Yeah. Cause the magician says, like, it's really hard to like it's hard to find the ingredients for, but it will be an instantaneous fix. Like if we can get the things we need, then we're done. But like it's hard to get those yeah. things. Mm-hmm. So Patrick Girl's like, yeah, let's go for it. The glass cat is like, that's the idea, Scraps. Good to see you've got such a good brain like me. You can see my pink brain's working. What the heck? But the Patrick Girl's like, did you call me Scraps? Like, is my name Scraps now? Ooh, uh, that's a fun <laughs> little nickname. The, the magician is like, well, my, li- my wife was actually going to name you Angeline. She's like, actually, no, I like Scraps better. Too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I kind of like Scraps better, too. I do, too. Yeah. So how come all of a sudden we have names like Margalot and Angeline? Let's stick with Bungle and They're, and they're Munchkin yeah. names. Right. They're Munchkin names. Mm. But, well, I guess that's Ojo. But the magician <laughs> is kind of like, okay, whatever. Uh, but uh, the patchwork girl, or should I say Scraps, asks the cat if she has a name. And the cat is like, yeah, I'm called Bungle because I was a big mistake and they all hate me. Uh, and so that's just what they named me. But I fucking hate my name. And then there's no resolution to that. Okay. Because so Ojo just breaks girl in. gets a new name, but <laughs> yeah, Bungle they, can't. To be fair, we mostly refer to the cat as the glass cat. Like in the text, we and always ourselves. say the glass cat. I feel like he introduced her name as Bungle and forgot that he already told us that was her name. Yeah, I honestly, think so too. I didn't remember that it had a name and I did keep calling it the glass cat. Because it was like cat. a sideways yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. Like Margalot in the la- in like two chapters ago was like, oh, hush now, Bungle. And then they, ne- and then it was the glass cat. The yeah, rest never cut it. It was Voldemort. Um, <laughs> yes, <laughs> but um, Ojo's like, okay, everybody, task at hand. What do we need to find to make the compound? Let's go. <laughs> like we're losing precious time. Doctor Pip says, okay, first I need a six-leaved clover. Those can only be found in the green country, which is where. The green are the oh, the Emerald City. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's hard because they're not like actually a country. Yeah, yeah. it's like just in the middle. <laughs> that threw me off a little. But uh, they are like a six-leaved clover is very hard to find, 
even in the Emerald City, but the Emerald City is the only place they grow. Interesting. No. So that's number one. Ooh. Number two, they need to find the left wing of a yellow butterfly, which can only be found in the country of the Winkies to the west where everything is yellow. Okay, this is giving a lot of like Red Dead Redemption, like little side quests that I've been yeah. doing lately. So <laughs> I really yeah. like this. There you go. Yeah. No, this is fun. It's, I will, and like this list keeps going on, but I will say it, it is fun because it's like, hey, here's your like call to adventure. We haven't had someone with a clear goal in a long time. That's true. Like Dorothy in the first book, hey, go to the Emerald City. Oh, go to the Witch. Oh, go to the South. But the book since it's then, it's just, it's just it's, stomping. Yeah, it's been like stumbling around. Yeah. So like these people are going to have purpose. So the next ingredient, well, actually the wizard or the magician is like, oh, like I can't remember the rest. I'm going to go grab my recipe book. So he comes back with that. And then the next ingredient, which I think this is one of my favorite ingredients in this whole thing, is a gill of water from a dark well. Ojo says, what is a dark well? Not what is a gill of water. He says, yes. what is a dark well? Yeah. <laughs> yeah what? Sorry. What even is gill? Huh? What's gill? What's gill? I don't fucking know. <laughs> Just means a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he, Dr. Pip tells him the water needs to come from a well where the light <laughs> never touches. The water needs to be put into a gold bottle and it needs to be brought back to Dr. Pipped without any light touching it, even after it's retrieved. Whoa. Yeah, that seems like actual magic. Like, that seems yeah. like something that, like, I would go out and get for my witchcraft <laughs> in the <laughs> modern day era. Uh, but, so that's the other one. Then they also need three hairs from the tip of a woozy's tail. Don't know yet. It's a woozy. Don't fucking know yet. Hopefully not like a Kalita. Yeah. And the final thing is a drop of oil from a live man's body. So Ojo says, gulp. What's a woozy, please? Dr. Pipped is like, I don't know, some sort of animal. I, I've never yeah, seen one. Never seen one. Yeah. Just in the book. <laughs> Ojo's like, okay, an oil from a man's body. It could be I, any I don't man? get that. And Dr. Pip's like, I don't know what that means. The recipe calls for it, so it must be right. It doesn't say blood. It says oil. Yeah. So so you'll figure it out. Yeah. Ojo's like, not really satisfied with the instructions. They're very vague. Yeah. But he's like, all right, I'll see something. what I can do. Yeah. He's like, okay, like I'll try and do it. So and he's sending him out. Well, so the magician is like, yeah, like that sounds good. But like, geez, that's like really hard to find. It's going to be a really long journey. It might be multiple journeys. And you have to go to like all the lands of Oz to do this. But Ojo's like, well, I'm going to try to save Uncle Nunky. Like, yeah. I have to try. So that's kind of where it all leads, basically. Yeah. Is Dr. Okay. Pips is like, okay, get out there, do your best. I'm going to start making a new batch of the Powder of Life. That way, if you don't find anything, yeah. I haven't lost any yeah. time. He actually says, Which, if you're unlucky... Ojo, which Ojo the Unlucky, uh, then mm. you know I'll I'll have the backup. But it's like, yeah, if he's Ojo the Unlucky, which also if it takes Ojo three straight years to find everything, yeah, so be it. He's still one. So quick, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, three years is better than six. Yeah. So Ojo's like, all right, I'm out of here. <laughs> Patchwork Girl's like, oh, I'll go with you. The <laughs> yeah. magician's like, no, you won't. Yeah, he's like, you're my servant, and yeah. you have not been discharged. Yeah. She's <laughs> like, what's a servant? And Doctor Pip's like, you know, one who serves. You, you know, a, a slave. Yes, yeah. <laughs> he said it. He, he said, said it. He, he said. He fumbles. Over yeah, it. he says oh. one who serves dash a comma a sort of slave. And she yeah. said. She said, excellent, <laughs> I will serve you and your wife by helping Ojo find the things you need to save your wife's life. Yeah. How's that? They are many and difficult to find, and Ojo is just a little baby boy, so I'm going to go help. How's that? I'll be I'll be enslaved out there. There we go. And the magician says, yeah, okay, like, it is going to be super hard to find for Ojo, so, okay, that makes sense. And then she the says, glass cat? she well. says... Here's a job for a boy of brains, a drop of oil from a live man's veins, a six-leaved clover, three nice hairs from a woozy's tail. The book declares are needed for the magic spell, and water from a pitch-dark well. The yellow wing of a butterfly to find must Ojo also try, and if he gets them without harm, Doc Pip will make the magic charm. But if he 
doesn't get him, Uncle will always stand a marble chunk. Sorry, it lost its rhythm and rhyme at okay. the end. No, at the end it was, <laughs> but if he doesn't get him, Unc will always stand a marble chunk. Oh, oh the punctuation <laughs> did not serve. Um, but the magician, in hearing this rhyme that literally like recited everything he just yeah. said they needed and to get, spontaneously rhyming in perfect verse. Yeah. You're gonna want he, her on that journey. Yeah, he was like, "Okay, hold on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you should maybe go. Okay, you yeah. should maybe go with OJ. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's like, you know, Margolot must have given you maybe a little too much posy by accident because you're pretty poetic. So posy just means poetic, like and or artistic. Mm. So he's like. Uh, yeah, she might have given you too much posy. Like, I'll let you go. Also, Margolot did something weird to your brains. Like, something weird is going on because you were having thoughts I would not have expected. Are they going to be able to, like, deconstruct her brain? I don't know. I don't know what kind of shit they can do. Sorry. I I mean, they're not right now. Their brains aren't even... Their thoughts aren't even there yet, but they were talking about maybe uh, taking some of the cat's brains out. That's That's true. As an experiment, replacing Um, them. Also... Blake and I haven't read this book before, so we actually don't know. And you saying yeah. that makes me horrified because so they probably could. Yes, yeah. yeah. I can't oh. believe we're saying that for the first time, but we yeah. are actually on the ride with you this time. Yeah. Oh, shit. Um, so basically, Dr. Pipped tells her that she can go with Ojo, but she is his property. As soon as her mission is accomplished, she needs to return immediately. She needs to take care of herself. She needs to keep from ripping or getting ruined. Um, uh, and, and he then, says not to wear out her velvet tongue by talking. And I'm like, oh, no. She's going to wear that out. Yeah, she's yeah. like, all I do is talk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with all those rhymes. But then Bungle is like, I'm going with Scraps and Ojo. I's fixing a sing. <laughs> okay, not the last part. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> But Dr. Pipped is like, no, Bungle, you cannot go. You're going to get broken and you're going to become useless. And Bungle's like, no way. Not going to happen. Three heads are better than two and I have beautiful brains. They're pink. Can't you see them work? And the magician is like, okay, you're fucking annoying me. Just go with them. Yeah. Uh, and so Dr. Pipped like, goes, he grabs a basket. He packs it full of supplies. Gives it to Ojo. Food and some charms. Yeah, food and some, yeah, a few charms, which is great. Um, and the magician says, hey, like, you're going to meet a bunch of new friends who will help you along the way. You're going to be fine. Be careful with the patchwork girl. If you get annoyed with the cat, just break her and leave her in the woods. I literally don't care. Oh, you have oh my, my permission to break her. Uh, you don't have to do that. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> disgusting. So that's a broken family. Yeah, but then Ojo, so. who comes from a healthy family, goes up to Unk Nunky's stone statue body and kisses him on the face and tells him, I'm going to try to save you, Unk. Mm. And then the magician starts setting up kettles for a new batch of powder. <laughs> yeah. Ojo picks up his basket a la Dorothy yeah, hands Oh, yeah. Uh, and starts out of the house with Scraps and Bungle behind him. Yeah. And that is the end of the unbelievably long chapter five. Wow. A terrible accident. And Blake? That is a terrible accident. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and what would you call that terrible accident? Some Oz, some ingredients. Chapter six, the journey. So we're out on the road. We're going, we're going, we're going. They leave immediately and they have no clue where they're going. Ojo has never traveled. All he knows is, hey, if I follow this path (laughs) down this mountain, I will end up in the Munchkin city. Yeah. And if I go the other way, I will be home. So he knows two things. Scraps was born 15 minutes ago. And Bungle has never left the yard of the magician of Margalot's house. Yeah. So everyone is like lions and tigers and bears. Oh my. Basically. That's an interesting group. Yes. But thankfully, and it is an interesting group and they didn't give them a map or anything. No. Like Dr. No Pip couldn't do anything else for them. Like, like he didn't, he didn't write down a list of the things he needed. He didn't. Well, but they have the song map. I know. I, <laughs> thank God. A smart boy with clover done and then the oil of man. The red wing, yellow wing. Yeah. So they they know. But I I agree. It is (laughs) crazy. Well, (laughs) it is crazy, though. But 
Thankfully, there is only one path going the direction that Ojo has never been before. So they follow that and they all just are kind of reflecting quietly as they walk through the woods of like, this is pretty serious. Like Margolot and Unknunky are like turned to stone. They're on a serious mission. Like, geez, like it's pretty, it's a pretty dark situation. But Scraps laughs out loud. And Ojo, (laughs) who's not in a particularly silly mood, is like, has something pleased you? She has a really interesting point here. Like, she's laughing at something good, in my opinion. Yeah, agreed. She's basically like, life's insane. I'm made of a bed quilt. I was made to be a slave. But by some random accident, I'm out here free, while the person who made me to be a slave is inside as a statue. Yeah. Like, that's hilarious. Yeah, Life like, is crazy. If that's not she's funny, so I don't know what <laughs> is. She is so, <laughs> like, she is looking at the world in a way that I think I'm going to need six years of therapy to accomplish. Yeah, literally. Yeah. <laughs> she woke up fully awake, uh, <laughs> to be honest. Her. But the glass cat is like, hey, you know, you haven't even seen everything yet. Like, there's more than just the trees. And Scraps is like, uh, yeah, I know it's not just trees. There are ferns, wildflowers, all this soft grass, the sunlight. Like, this whole world is beautiful. And if the rest is half as beautiful as this, glad to be alive. And I'm like, mm-hmm. bitch, wait till you get to the Emerald City, the most beautiful place on she Earth. is like the only thing I feel like that has been given the powder of life and actually appreciates life. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Agreed. Everything yeah. else has been very like, when will I die or kill me now? Yeah. Or just like, just doesn't care, you know? Yeah. Like, I feel like the scarecrow is just like existing, but, you know? Even like the gump is just like, I'm flying now. I can't wait to be dead again. You know, it's just like. There's no passion. There's no, you know, strive to be great. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But she was given a good brain. The sawhorse is the closest thing to that. Mm -hmm. But I think the sawhorse has just accepted where yeah. he is in life. I don't think he's the sawhorse. Yeah. yeah. The sawhorse is just very zen, I feel like. But the patchwork girl has the zest and the zen. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Two um, Z's. But Bungle tells the patchwork girl, she's like, I don't know what the rest of the world is like, scraps. And Ojo's like, Me neither. I've never been out of the forest, but these trees are gloomy. These trees are sad. It's probably nicer where there's more people and less trees. Because, you know, he's been yeah. a baby in the woods his entire life. All he knows is being alone in the trees. Yeah, <laughs> so he's like, yeah. And he's still, like, granted, Scraps and the Glass Cat are, like, fully, like, you know, human consciousnesses. Consciousnesses? Sure. But at the same time, they're not people. Like, you know, like, he's still hardly ever met any people. Like, yeah. it's, he's seen nothing. Margalot was, like, the first person he'd ever seen that wasn't Unknown. Yeah. And um, on that same vein, Scraps is reflecting like, you know, I've never seen anybody but you guys and all of you have pale skin. You wear clothes that are the same color as the entire country. You guys are really boring and I'm actually pretty insane mm. and multicolored and bright. So I wonder what other everybody else is going to be like. So she's wondering. She has ideas. She's going to be disappointed. (laughs) (laughs) Osho's like, I think I might have overdosed you with brains. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my god. He's like, maybe I didn't make a mistake. He's like, "Um, you're talking a lot. I feel like I need to admit something to you. Yeah. He's like, are you the main character? (laughs) He's like, I thought it was me. You said admit something to her. And Scraps is like, you. Like, what did you have to do with my brains? And he's, and he's like, like, a lot. A lot. <laughs> I did a lot. I actually went crazy. <laughs> he tells her that Margalot was only going to give her enough brains to keep her going. But when she wasn't looking, he gave the patchwork girl a lot more. And she says, thank you. Aww. The more brains, the better. That's great. And Ojo's like, yeah, but you seem a little imbalanced because, like, you know, you're acting kind of different than other people. Yeah, do. but you Which know is what? True. You guys aren't God. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So it's probably for the best because every person should be made in a unique way, not tampered yeah. with. They shouldn't be designed to be yeah. a servant. You should say, hey, here's all your qualities. And now this is like the life you have. Isn't this good? And they'll be like, I want to go to the big city. I'm fixing to sing. <laughs> and then they go. Yeah. yeah. I'm fixing to sing. Um, but Bungle tells Ojo, she's like, don't worry. Like, 
The Patchwork Girl does not have enough brains to hurt her. They're nothing like my beautiful pink brains. Can't you see them? Can't you see how they work? Um, after a while, they come to a little brook. And Ojo's like, you know what? I'm going to take a break. I'm going to go in my wicker basket. I'm going to pull out some lunch. Very Dorothy. <laughs> and guess what foods he finds? Nuts. Uh, Close. He wishes bread and cheese. Oh, of and course. he's stoked. Yeah, he is. He's like, oh my God, I've never seen this much bread and cheese before. He finds himself becoming even more stoked because he breaks off a piece of bread, but then he looks back at the loaf and it's whole. So it's cornucopia style. He breaks a piece of the cheese off, looks at the piece of cheese. It's full. So he can break off as much as he wants. It just grows back. And he's like, oh my God. (laughs) Yes. Unlimited soup, salad, bread, six cheese and bread. Uh, Because at Olive Garden here, he gets it all. And he's like, oh my God, like this is amazing. The magician enchanted this. That's fucking great. So Scraps is watching him eat. (laughs) And she's like, why do you put those things in your mouth? Yeah. <laughs> like, do you need more stuffing? Because you should use cotton like I have. It's <laughs> way better than whatever you're doing. He's like, I don't need that kind of stuffing. Uh, that's that's fun, I guess. <laughs> Scraps <laughs> is like, well, aren't mouths to talk with? And Ojo's like, well, yeah, but they're also to eat with. And if I don't eat, I'll starve. And Scraps is like, oh, my God, I'm learning how to be a person. Like, give me food. I don't want to starve. So she... Well. She puts the piece of bread into her mouth with her velvet tongue and her pearl teeth. And she, and says, she just kind of goes, nom, nom, nom. She, She's like, what do I do next? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. Through the bread. And he's like, well, you chew and swallow. So that's when she goes, she's going to need a floss. She can't. Those yeah. Pearls. She, she just, <laughs> she flexes her hole and she can't swallow. She flexes her hole. Yeah. She can't <laughs> swallow and she just eventually has to scrape it out of her mouth. And uh, it must just be so dry. It's just dry it, bread. So is her mouth though. Exactly. Yeah. Everything, everything is dry. dry. But it's, it's funny all because um, she just like scrapes it out of her mouth and she's like, ha, I'm starving. I can't <laughs> yeah, eat. She's like, yeah. I'm going to go hungry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and the cat is like no you don't eat neither do i like you're gonna be fine like we aren't like human creatures like we are just different do you not understand that yeah. still and the patchwork girl is like i don't have to understand anything right now like leave me alone and let me figure out how to live by myself honestly like, she's I been just, alive for yeah. an hour i want to learn yeah. yeah she's like let me discover my own body and my own self and my if own if i want to put bread in my mouth I'm yeah. gonna put bread yeah. in my mouth. Did I die? Yeah. No. And there's unlimited bread. It's not like she took it from not OJ. Wasting anything. If she can do that every hour if she wants. If she wants yeah. to roll bread around in her mouth every hour and then it feels scrape good. it out, fine. She could spit the bread back into Ojo's mouth. And it's not also, gross. Yeah, she's it's not, not gross. the glass cat is not the same as her. No. No. Why? Yeah. The glass cat's being like, we're not real like humans. It's like, well, glass cat, you're actually something completely different. Yeah. Uh, so Scraps is <laughs> really enjoying herself. She starts jumping back and forth over the brook, over the bubbling brook, just jumping back and forth. And Ojo's like, hey, you better be careful. You might fall in. Um, then you could become too soggy to walk, or all of your colors could run into each other and make you just like shit brown. Yeah. Like, because she's very fond of her colors. So he's so like, the glass hey, cat stop. is a doctor. Well, so Osho, <laughs> so Osho like tells her this, but I don't know. Like, I don't I guess he just doesn't want her soaking. I don't know. I mean, he it's seems like, to mi- need to it's mind good his own advice. business. I will say like, oh, if you're like soaking wet and heavy, you can't walk. That's a problem. And also if I'm like, hey, you probably don't know this, but your colors might run. So like be careful. And that's what gets her because she's like, oh. I don't want my colors to get fucked up. Like, <laughs> I actually really like She's that. Like, actually, that's, that's the most yeah. important thing so to me. <laughs> she chills out. She's like, okay, like now that you've told me that, I'm gonna like just worry about that because that's what makes me beautiful. Like <laughs> I'm my just colors. Worry about yeah, that. she's like, my colors are what make me beautiful. And the cat, of course, the glass cat, 
is feeling poisonous and terrible. And she's like, well, your colors actually aren't beautiful. They're actually ugly. And what is beautiful is me because I'm transparent and I have my beautiful ruby eyes and my heart or my beautiful ruby heart uh, and my pink brains. You can see them working like they're beautiful. And this is where Scraps enters absolute demon mode. Yeah. I was like, you can think like this? Because she's like, yeah, yeah, sure, cat. And your horrid green eyes. You can't see your ugly little fucking eyes. We can see yeah. them. You can't miss bungle. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have, it's a good thing you don't have as many colors as I do, because if you did, you'd be a real bitch. <gasps> yeah. She's like, shoo, 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 shoo. <laughs> and then she starts jumping over the cat back and forth. And oh my going, God. And she's shrieking <laughs> laughter. Bungle is getting freaked the fuck out and starts like running over to a tree. And she's, <laughs> She chases her and she, <laughs> she screams at her, whoop-dee-doodle-doo, the cat has lost her shoe, her tootsie's bare, but she don't care, what's the odds to you? <laughs> Bungle is like latched to this tree like, Ojo, I think the creature's crazy. And Ojo's like, I think it may be. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he knows maybe. what he did. Uh, he yeah. knows what he did. Uh, and the cat is like, okay, if Scraps keeps acting like this and keeps insulting me, I'm going to scratch off her button eyes and Ojo's like okay guys fucking chill like stop fighting like please don't fight like we need to just be friends we've got there's, a long journey yeah there's plenty of troubles on the road let's not have trouble at home like this so around sundown they come out of the forest they're on their path and they see these sprawling blue fields ahead of them they're dotted with domed homes it's all still pretty far out in the distance but there is one home that's pretty near to them maybe a mile or so um and they approach it and there's a munchkin wood chopper standing in front of the house holding an axe and he's surprised to see them coming out of the woods yeah a little boy a patchwork girl and a glass cat so he's yes. like what <laughs> yes as the patchwork girl is approaching he like sees her and then he starts laughing so hard that he has to sit down and he can barely breathe and he can't speak. <laughs> and the woodchopper is like, he like, of course, he has his blue whiskers. He has his blue eyes, his blue clothes. They're kind of old because he's like a woodcutter. Uh, and he's like, wow, I have never seen anything as fucking crazy as you. I didn't even know something like you could live in the land of Oz. Where did you come from? Crazy quilt. She's like, who, me? She's like, dude. Also, I'm real not- quick, I'm sorry, but like, why are people always so surprised about who they see in Oz? I know. Get used to it. It's just, how do you not know there's insane people that Honestly, live in Oz? Honestly, yeah. it seems like, like what I'm gathering is unless you were standing right next to Dorothy, weird things don't happen around you. I like guess that's you, true. If you live in the Munchkin land, everything's the same every well, day until Dorothy shows up with a fucking lion. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, I agree with that generally, but then I'm like, well, the Munchkin country was ruled over by the Wicked Witch of the East until Dorothy murdered her. That's pretty crazy. But like, okay, you're a country with a president. A king. Maybe. But like, still, regardless, the Wicked Witch of the East, before she died, was a constant. She wasn't something that just popped up one day. Yeah. It is surprising, though, because they do know everything can exist in Oz. But that, but then, yeah, you don't see it. So, like, you don't have to think about it, you know? People, I know elephants exist. If an elephant was walking down the street, I think that was fucking weird, even though I know they live on the earth with us. Yeah. yeah. Or, like, a cougar or something. They, they probably... Be That'd be crazy. I guess there's just a lot of people that don't break their routine in Oz. So, the wood chopper. Like, calls her Crazy Quilt. And Scraps is like, who, me? My ancestry is not Crazy Quilt. It's Patchwork. And the woodchopper is like, yeah, same thing. My family calls it Crazy Quilt. They're the same thing. He cannot believe that Scraps is alive. Um, And Ojo tells him it was done by the magic powder of life. And the woodchopper is like, oh, so you must have come from the crooked magician's place. The glass cat should have given that away. And... He explains, for some reason, that the magician is going to get in trouble because only Glinda and the wizard can do magic, uh, which I'm like, okay, well, we know that they're fine. Like they're the- okay, But what we don't know is that if they go anywhere near the Emerald City, they will all be arrested. But I don't know if that's accurate. 
is my thing. I but think like, are they doing magic? No, well, they were not. created by they magic. were created by magic. Yeah, not and he's Ojo, not gaining anything really from it, right? Like money. I mean, or no, because like yeah. they were, they were never the, meant exactly. to leave his house. It is still yeah. within the rules. I think. I think that what they have done, or what the magician has done, is still within the law. And I think this wood chopper is like being an alarmist basically and being like oh you guys are fucking like what like you guys crossed the border like you're going to jail Hmm. well citizen arrest yeah Yeah. right (laughs) (laughs) he's like stay away from the emerald city and scraps is like well that's where we're going and then she sings if any of us takes a rest we'll be arrested sure and get no restitution because the rest we must endure And the man says that Scraps is crazy. Um, <laughs> he literally, he nods his head and he's like, oh, I see. You're crazy. <laughs> You're crazy. Yeah, like a crazy quilt. And the cat says, yeah, she is crazy because she's made of many different colors. Unlike this cat. And I'm beautiful and clear and I have working brains. See him work? So the wood chopper. The <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the wood chopper is like, yeah, like, you're cool. I don't really see much use for a glass cat, but a patchwork girl is really useful. I mean, when I see her, she makes me laugh, and laughter is one of the best things in life. And you know what's crazy? Can you think of something else that might have made him laugh? Probably not. Think about what this guy might do for a living. Chop wood. He fucking laughs at that all the time, man. Um, that's what But he- no, he used to have a friend who was a wood chopper. But that w- this certain wood chopper or woodman was made all of tin. <gasps> and nah. <laughs> oh my gosh! I'm sorry. It's okay. Yeah. You know, he's it's your favorite. Woodman, well, wood I just chopper. thought everyone was dead and gone. No, oh, they're sure. not dead and gone. No, they're not dead uh, and gone. <laughs> but he said he always used to laugh when he saw the tin woodman. And Ojo was like, a tin woodman? Now that's crazy. That's insane. That's crazy. So the woodchopper's like, well, he wasn't always made of tin. Actually, he was really clumsy with his axe, and he had all, all these accidents. So every time he got something replaced, he eventually became all tin. And Ojo's like, could he still chop wood after being made into tin? And this munchkin is like, yeah, as long as his joints didn't rust... But then he met Dorothy, and she took him to the Emerald City, where he became a rich and famous celebrity emperor. Yeah, now he's the favorite of Ozma, and yeah, he rules the kingdom. And I, my big question here is, wouldn't this have been the perfect time to explain that the Tin Woodman used to be called Nick Chopper? Like, when you're giving us this guy who has his full backstory, couldn't he have just said, well, his name was Nick Chopper, but you might know him as the Tin Woodman? Because this is the only time we've ever experienced someone with that experience. So, like, why? Why didn't we get that? Give the lore. He's acting like this all happened yesterday. Yeah. Um, So then Scraps is like, who's Dorothy? He's like, oh, well, Dorothy's from Kansas originally, but now she's a princess of Oz, and she's Ozma's best friend. And Ojo's like, is Dorothy made of ten? And Scraps is like, is Dorothy made of patchwork? <laughs> and the woodchopper's like, no, Dorothy's a meat dog. Yeah. She's made of flesh. But <laughs> meat dog. Ojo is like, well, like we might see the Tin Woodman since we're going to the land of the Winkies, too. And the Munchkin's like, well, that's a long way. You're going to have to, like, go across rivers, dark forests. Like, do you guys want to stay here for the night? Because, like, it's getting dark out soon. And, like, you know, you've, you know, it's a good place to stay. It's just a hut. But they haven't gone that far today. So they're like, no, thank you. We're good. And they just decide to keep going. But no surprise here. It gets dark much faster than they thought it would. You know, the children. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And Ojo is starting to regret this decision. And Ojo's like, I can't hardly see the path scraps. Can you? And she grabs his arm and she's like, no, I can't see shit. Yeah. And suddenly it is pitch black. No moon. Very few stars, I assume. They can't see anything. Uh And the cat 
is like, well, I can see fine, actually. Yeah, like, my, my eyes are really good. My eyes are better than yours and my pink brains. And Ojo is like, hey, shut the fuck up about your pink fucking brains. Oh God, I'm going to tie a string to you. You're going to get us out of this dark forest. Um, and that's what okay, happens. Yeah. So they he ties a string around Bungle. They walk for an hour of, in pitch black. They're just holding the string being led by a glass cat. That's so scary. Can't see anything. In a forest. Yeah. yeah. And and mind you, Kalidas got onto Dr. Pip's property and were turned to marble. So there's creatures. Ojo is the me? only thing that can be hurt. Like, That's true. Oh, yeah, that is. Oh, He's God. the only Pretty one true. who can be hurt. Uh, this is really giving the invisible bears in the Valley of Voe. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's giving anxiety. But after an hour of walking, up ahead in the distance, they see a twinkling blue light. Um, and Ojo's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. There's a house. Okay, keep walking. Once we get there, we'll ask the good people if we can stay the night. Yeah. So they keep walking, and they're walking for like a while. But they're not really seeming to get closer to the blue light. Uh, and the like the more they walk, the farther it goes. And a note that I have is it's really giving like Willow the Wisp, you know, like a swamp yes. light, like the little like spirit in like English folklore that like is in the swamp. It's like a light that makes you follow it and tricks you into like going oh, up the path. Yeah. So I'm like, at this moment, too. I'm like, oh my God, it's like leading them astray. Like oh it is God. taking them deeper into the forest. Yeah. I thought of that too, especially because finally Bungle is like, guys, that light is obviously moving as well. Like we are not getting yeah. any closer to it. We'll never catch up, but there's a house. Why don't we just stop here? And Scraps is like, where's the house? And Bungle is like, it's right there. It's right next to us. Oh God, yeah. It's really pitch it is black. right next to them. Like so close that it's kind of disturbing. Yeah. Like they, they should just be able to see feel it. it breathing on them. <laughs> and like, but Ojo looks over and he can see it. It's like off the path. It's like to the left or right. Who knows? Like but in like the moonlight. Yeah. Can tell like he can see there. like, oh, okay. Like, yeah. So he's like, okay, like, cool. Let's, let's go over there and like, let's go because not we need to stay somewhere. Not a single light no on lights. in the house. It's very Tin Woodman's uh, cabin. Yeah, seriously. Seriously. Um, But Ojo walks up. He knocks on the door and a voice calls out, who is there? Scary. Ojo's like, I'm Ojo the Unlucky. I'm with Miss Scraps Patchwork and the Glass Cat. (laughs) And after assigning names and titles to everybody, uh, (laughs) the voice is like, what do you want? And Ojo's like, we just need a place to sleep, man. Like, we're on the road. We're travelers. And the voice says, okay, fine. Come in. Don't make any noise and go directly to bed. Oh. Yeah. Mm. So spooky. I mean, I guess that's what they're there for, but... Ojo (laughs) opens the door and they walk in. It's pitch black inside. Uh, Why is everything dark? Uh, Ojo and Scraps cannot see anything. But Bungle, who we know can see pretty well in the dark, says, there's no one here. No one in this house. Mm. And Ojo's like, well, someone spoke to us. So, like, there's someone in here. Look up. Dude. (gasps) Bungle's like, dude, I can see everything in this room. There is no one here. But there's three beds over there. Let's just go to bed. Yeah, they're made up. They look fresh. They're ready to go. That's weird. Maybe we should just sleep. And <laughs> I'm freaked out in this moment because they are making so much noise. And the so voice said, come in. Don't make any noise. Go right to bed. Yeah. All they did is come in, make noise, and but not go to they bed. Have fucking, <laughs> they have fucking scraps and a cat with feet that probably go. Yeah. And scraps is like, what is sleep? And Ojo's oh, like, no. it's what you do when you go to bed. And Scraps is like, why do you go to bed? No, this is not the but time the nor the place. cries out and says, you are making altogether too much noise. <sighs> Keep quiet, strangers, and go to bed. Bungle looks all around because she is like, that voice was right behind me. She doesn't see shit. 
So Nothing. She starts to get a little bit freaked yeah. out. She whispers to Ojo and she's like, hey, it's time to go to bed. We need to just go to bed. Yeah. Follow me. And so Bungle takes Ojo to a bed. He feels it. It's soft. It's comfortable. It's normal it's bed. Big. So he kicks off his shoes. He takes off his hat. He lays down in his bed. Bungle takes Scraps to another bed. And she's like, Scraps, come on, lay down. And keep quiet. And Scraps is like, well, like, can I sing? No. Uh, can I whistle? No. Girl, you know what quiet is. Uh, <laughs> and she's like, can't I dance until morning if I want to? Bungle is like, what part of lay down and keep quiet do you not understand? Yeah. And Scraps is like, well, I don't want to. And actually, you have no right to order me around. Full voice. Yeah. Full she's, voice. She's not whispering. Oh she's my like God. yelling. I'm like, girl, this guy's letting us stay here. Shut the fuck up. Before Scraps can even finish what she is saying, she is yanked. Out of her bed by an unseen hand. No. The door is thrown open. She is chucked out into the street. She rolls into the street. The door slams shut. Yeah. She, like, finds her way back to the cottage and finds that the door is locked and she can't get in. And Ojo is like, what happened to Scraps? Bungle, for some reason, is like... Don't worry about it. Let's just, just go to get bed. To sleep. Obviously, like we should all be leaving. Yeah. Is what I yeah, think. I wouldn't sleep there. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, granted, the voice gave them rules and they disobeyed, and they're fine because they obeyed the rules. So he, she, like Bungle's, like, hey, go to sleep before something happens to us. We're gonna be good. And Ojo follows the directions. He's fucking exhausted, and he's like, okay, and then he falls asleep, which is very Dorothy. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> just like, okay, I'll take crisis. a nap on the plane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that is the end of chapter six, the journey. And Blake, what would you call that? Chapter six, the invisible innkeeper. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to Oz Hour. Please join us next time as we continue with Book 7, The Troublesome Phonograph. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Oz Hour Podcast for everything on Oz. Oz Hour, created and hosted by Blake Stone and Wyatt Swangham. Co-hosted by Hannah Aguirre. Audio production by Charlie Johnson. Theme music written and performed by Rudy Klobus. Cover art by Valentin Lucas.